Am I good? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh my god, I feel like my voice is louder than the beat. I I I don't know. Okay. We're we're okay. We're okay. Hello guys. It is your girl Big Mac Sauce. I ain't talking no sandwich. It is your girl Big Tasha Mac 10. We are back. I know you guys miss me so much. It is episode 16 of Dating Tips from a Hooker. We are back. I know you guys are still, you know, fanning off yourselves from episode 15. Because we got to unpack that too, okay? I did not expect episode 15 to go crazy like that. I want to shout out to every fucking body who supported, who spread awareness, who spread information about the topic. It was very sensitive, and I know I did get some backlash from it, but I'm glad that it helped our community. So shout out to my fellow sex workers and strippers out there. And shout out, and listen, I gotta give a shout out before we get into the show. I need to give a shout out to the boyfriendexperience.to. They kept in touch with me. They gave me permission to include this information on my podcast. Um, and I appreciate them for um, promoting my music, my podcast, everything, and showing love. The girls are living for it. And I'm glad that I'm able to reach more of my target audience with that. So I really do appreciate that. So thank you so much. Um, Mr. DJ Las Vegas, how are you doing? You good? <laughs> we back again in this. So, like I said, this is episode... 16 of dating tips from a hooker today's episode is called talk your shit bitch because we got a lot of shit to talk you feel me so i'm just gonna start from the top because i just want to personally thank everybody from the bottom of my heart of all your messages all your kind words about my performance at blockarama two weeks ago guys honestly i'm still i'm still on the wave of that like it went fucking amazing i could honestly i could not believe that's what happened? Well, I mean, I could. But, like, I mean, it was so much going on. Like, when I got on that stage, it was just like, there were so many people there for me. And I didn't, I didn't expect it to be at, like, that type of caliber, I guess. Like, there was people fighting the security when they couldn't get in. There was people fighting in the line, trying to push past the security to get in when they heard me performing. These are all POVs from the audience that I'm getting. And like, people were singing my songs word for word. Like, it was giving choir. Like, it, it, like, it, it was giving what it needed to give. So I want to shout out to everybody who came to Blocko because I know a couple of people messaged me and said this was their first Pride. And they came out to see me perform. And I really fucking appreciate that. So thank you for all of your guys' support. We did well. We did good. We did good. I want to shout out to every fucking body who came through. I want to shout out to I want to shout out to Red, and I want to shout out to um, Babyface, my best friends. They were with me the whole fucking weekend. I want to shout out to um, <laughs> I want to shout out to um, I want to shout out to Mula Veli for doing my makeup. I want to shout out to Twisted Miyaki Mugler for just you know holding me down always. DJ Cookie Dough. DJ Cookie Dough, shout out to my fucking sister. Because when I tell you, when I tell you, listen, it was three years since we been, and mind you, Cookie Dough be in the rodeo DJing for me, okay? I go to the rodeo, she's playing my music. I go to the rodeo, she is just like, like, like the chemistry that we have is unmatched. And the fact that we were able to mash that up together again, three years after Corona, I'm grateful. That's my sis. Big up Cookie Dough, anywhere she at. So, yes. Now, we can get into the bullshit. Because 
I feel like we need to get into the bullshit. And the first sack of bullshit that I'm gonna get into is, I'm gonna get into some of the things that came from episode 15, because I feel like I need to. One, <laughs> you niggas are deaths. Like, I don't know, like, I don't, and you know, I try to be respectful about it because I know my experience is not everybody's experience, and I know people are not as strong as I am. So I don't expect people to react to certain things or do certain things. You know, we can't say, oh, well, I would have did this if I was in Okay? We need to address the fact that, okay, men are getting exposed on the page, right? We can live with that. We can live with that. The sexual assault allegations, trigger warning, by the way, the sexual assault allegations, okay? Pimping allegations, depending on the extent of the details, like, like, were you pimping underage girls? Were you beating gal? Like, you know what I mean? Because that's the end all be all for me. I don't care what happens to you. And children, I don't play about that stuff. But you know, one thing I've always said to women is taking accountability for what we choose to accept after we become adults. Because I might have had some things happen to me that I didn't deserve, but I take responsibility for what I allowed after I had the option to separate common sense from nonsense. You understand? My problem here is that between the rape allegations, the homosexuality allegations, all of these things, it's silent. And at some point, we're gonna have to hold men accountable for enabling this type of behavior. We are. You have to hold your niggas accountable. Why is your friend trafficking underage girls anywhere? Why? Listen, fellas, I'm gonna just put it out like this, cause you know, I, 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 I rock with my real players. You know what I'm saying? If you cannot get a bitch that is over the age of 18 to sell her pussy for you, get a job. I'm so sick. I am so sick of this. I don't care if she's 17 turning 18 in half a year. You can still go to jail. She's still a minor. On that paperwork, you are a pedophile. I don't understand why this is so hard to understand. I don't understand because this is what pissed me off. So one local rapper gets arrested with you, right? And you know, shout out to Keep Six Solid, man. But Keep Six Solid posted the tea, you know. And girl, like grown women are in the comments saying, well, little girls want to sell their pussy. So the bitch was ugly. So we already know, we already know, you know, she's looking a forward. So we're not worried about that. But the amount of women who are in the comments basically blaming the, 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 the underaged girls for this. What is, what is your problem? Because I'm so sick of when these, because the way people devalue sex work and stripping and all the things, people don't realize that, okay, we're the bottom of the barrel, right? But niggas will go to jail for 25 years just to get some of our money. They'll tie us up. They'll kidnap us. They'll rape us. They'll beat us. They'll do all of that. But at the same time say, oh, you're just a working thing. I don't care about you. You ain't shit. We ain't doing all of that. But they're doing all of that. You know, I don't like that. So. There is a man, and I'm not gonna mention names because I don't even know anybody pissing me off. Because if you piss me off, I'm not these little fucking bitches, okay? I will do you. So let's just get into it. A certain man 
a certain man on the page, he got exposed for some shit, right? Rape allegations were attached to his thing, right? I don't know if he's a rapper. I don't know what the fuck he does. He's probably one of those scammer people. He's a loser in my mind. But he was on the page for like raping bitches and shit, right? His friends ain't say nothing for like two weeks. You don't hear from none of them, like not even posting stuff. Because I have some of them on my Snapchat. Then one day, after this boy goes on a hiatus because he's being accused of rape, okay, and eating bitches out for money, he decides to go on the internet and start popping shit. Now, you know, you know when you think somebody's gonna come out and defend themselves? No. He basically used his first opportunity after going ghost, after being accused of being a fucking rapist. He decides that he's gonna go on the internet and basically berate the fact that niggas don't wear the designerist of the designer. Talking about next man wearing low cut Gucci shoes. Talking about man, oh we only buy Virgil Airs over here. You're a rapist. You're a rapist. You have bigger problems. You, listen, bitch, and I don't care. I don't care who want to get mad. Okay, you are a rapist. Before you come and talk about the allegations against you that are dark. Oh, we only wear real, real designer over here. We only wear. You're a rapist. And his friends, and that's what pissed me off because his friends use this as an opportunity. Like, oh, yeah, oh, this is a kiki kiki kiki. He's a rapist. We don't care if he buys five thousand dollar Virgil Air or Nike Jordans. We don't care. He's a rapist, he's a predator. No, none of the y'all don't wanna be alone with him. So it doesn't matter how much designer you buy, you're a rapist. And every time you go outside, people are gonna be like, he's a rapist, I'm gonna do it. If I see you in person, bitch, I'm gonna be like, raper, like, bitch, don't come, no, because the thing that pisses me off about this, it's one thing when niggas get exposed and go into hiding, okay? I can respect a nigga who can bow out gracefully. The fact that your mouth is so pussy caught long and loud and literally there's like a rapist sign over your head. Wait, where are we doing that? Cause I wanna know. No, it's wrong. And that's why I'm like, so I seen a one man like they're kikiing about it. And you know when you just start, I typed one dark nasty paragraph and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna block everyone. If you're, listen, public service announcement from Tasha Mac motherfucking 10 since all of y'all want to be my fake friend. If you're friends with a rapist, I'll never talk to you. If you're friends with a nigga that had to beat bitches up for money, I'm, I'm never going to talk to you. Like, you got to understand, and like I said, I know that everybody isn't their squad. But at some point, you guys need, okay, answer me this. Niggas. You hear that your friend is a rapist. Do you guys talk about it? Do you be like, yo, fam, like, they yell them said, you're raping them, like, can we unpack? Like, do you guys have this conversation? Because let me tell you something. I, I'm not a man, so, but if I was, and y'all them came out and said my friend was a raper, I'm gonna ask you once, and your reaction alone is gonna decide, is, is, I'm never gonna talk to you again, but I am going to ask you. Because you have to understand why this bothered me so much. 
this particular situation is that there's more there's more to it than just oh a man's a rapist and men are still his friend. Like I know some of these niggas have access to their friends' children. You understand what I'm saying? I know these niggas, some of these men have like full access to their friends' kids. And you hang out with somebody who rapes people. That doesn't, it'll never sit right in my spirit. I don't care how popular you are. I don't care, like, you know, it's wrong. You can't come around me and my picnic and with that. And I'll tell you that right now. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You guys will promote your rapist friends with your chest happily. Yeah, my nigga, yeah, 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 bear designer. He's a rapist. I don't care, like, what? No. 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 At some point, at some point, we need to say, like, we need to hold people responsible and hold people accountable. We need to hold people accountable for that stuff because at the end of the day, who's protecting the victims? And like I said, I know the game's a sticky, it's a sticky situation. Bitches do lie. Like I said in the last episode, there's men who've gone to jail for no reason. And that's sad to me. But this is what happens when you decide to dabble in this type of lifestyle and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know? Like, for example, R. Kelly got sentenced the other day. And Ghislaine Maxwell got sentenced. I think they got sentenced on the same day. R. Kelly got 30 years. She got 20. Everybody's like, oh. The fact that bitches my mom's age are saying free R. Kelly. It's so weird to me, bro. Like, the way our generation of parents will stand behind this raper mom because he's saying, temperatures rest. Nigga, you are a rapist! Like, what are we, no, like, what are we gonna, like, no, no, because, like, sometimes, like, I'll be looking at some of my family members and I'm like, are you guys okay? Rapists? You gotta understand, like, even for me, as a musician who appreciates music, who loves music, I never said, stop listening to his music. I even told him on Twitter, I'm like, you fucking rapist, bitch. I'm like, I'm mad at you because you let me down, okay? Because you are a pioneer. You are in a position of power where you literally were a predator your whole career. And we stood behind you. You went to fucking jail for it the first time. A sex tip of you urinating on a child. I don't care how fast the bitch was. She wasn't 18. Motherfucker stood beside you. All down to when he got sentenced, the aunties are in front of the courtroom falling out. Free R. Kelly, this is so unfair. What? Listen, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think he should have got more time than Ghislaine Maxwell. Um, I think she should have been buried in the jail. They should have executed her ass, no shade. But let's be realistic. The court system, the court, the justice system in America is not built to help black people. Did this nigga really think he was gonna get off? Did he look at his lawyer and say, yeah, we got this. Bitch, they were gonna bury you so far in that jail. So far. You're gonna die in there. Moving along. Because I don't think, I genuinely don't think he, he's gonna get what Bill Cosby got. They're gonna do you, bitch. They're gonna do you. Especially when your victim is on the internet saying, bury his motherfucking ass. They are not, you know, and, and, and like I said, you know, black people are too comfortable with, you know, defending Uncle Molester, bro. We need to, we need to dead that. No, it happens, bro. 
I'm starting to realize the way and 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 the way black people just don't protect their kids when it comes to sexual assault within the family outside of the family. They don't. And I can attest to this because I it's happened to me. Black people don't handle it well. They don't handle it well. When they when it's time, they'll be like, oh, when it's time to jump niggas, they don't be jumping niggas. They invite them to the cookout and kiki. You know? But then they look at the hypersexualized teenager like she's the problem or he's the problem. There's no protection for these children. And when all these things, and that's why people like, like in Jamaica, like niggas stay raping kids, bro, and babies, bro. Why? And nobody says anything. Mothers giving their children away. You know? Like, like, like it's 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 like at what point, like, as much as it's as much as the page was funny and we got some laughs. There's a really deep-rooted problem, especially with black people, about the way sexual assault victims are treated, the way sexual assault is looked at, molestation, rape, all of that stuff. The way people look at it, it's actually disturbing. And growing up and, and dealing with it and then dealing how people dealt with it, I'm like, kind of disturbed because you can't say that you love your kid or that you love children or you're an advocate for children and y'all don't go to bat for them when these things happen. You know, it's very, it's very disappointing and it's very telling because like I said, like for example, like when little girls were growing up, it was always don't wear this around men, don't wear this around, don't wear short shirts. Why are you telling me as a 10 year old not to wear shorts? I'm a kid. Who's looking at me like that? And that's where I'm like, Y'all knew y'all had predators in the family? And you're projecting it onto me? Or to like, I'm like, I'm being so serious. I remember I had a cousin that was kind of like overdeveloped. So she had big tits in grade four. And it was like, why are you guys like sexualizing her so much? You know, she's a kid. Like, like even when my, when my little hips popped out my little, I'm like, okay, we're not gonna do this whole blaming it on us. You know, but like I said, we need to start taking it more seriously because the, like I said, I think a few episodes back, we talked about how these kids are tapped in on TikTok telling all they family business. So you can keep failing your kid as much as you want. You can keep overlooking obvious signs as much as you want. It's out there, they get it now. Like they get it, they see exactly what's happening. They're, they're aware of the terminologies, they know what narcissist is, they, 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 know, they know all of that. So if you wanna neglect that situation, that's cool. But if your kid go and blow the school up, don't be going about, oh, we don't know what happened. You know what happened. You just didn't care. Moving on. Um, okay, so now, Y'all know how I love the kids, so I'ma always defend the kids. But I think you unpacked this on the Mandem show, I think, or was it 60? Y'all y'all unpacked it on y'all 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 show, but basically it was the clip of the mother getting mad about the fact that her ex-boyfriend only brought McDonald's for one kid and not her other three children. Yes, we were, we were, yeah, it, it was, we were, we were, we were going back and forth about it. And I had to before, and I'm glad we took some time away from before getting into the podcast because I really needed to unpack this story before I developed an opinion. 
So TikTok is, I don't know if my phone reads my mind. I keep telling you guys. I saw it on Instagram. I discussed it with a few people. I went on TikTok and I got the POVs from the dad and the mom. So I'm gonna break it down for you guys and then I'm gonna give you my, guys my personal opinion because a lot of people were saying like, you should be able to feed your own youths. A lot of girls were saying she was entitled for him to bring food for everybody. Da -da 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 -da. Everybody has their own opinion, but you know, this my shit. So I'm gonna give my own opinion, okay? After doing research, I found out that the father, the, the father is, this is the youngest child she has. The father is like her ex-boyfriend. Like, so they were in a relationship. She had three other children and he was actively in the home with her. So they know him as a stepfather figure. So when he did the move with the McDonald's, it was giving petty Betty, you know? And for me as a mother, I just, I'm not cool with any malicious intent towards children. I don't give a fuck what the bitch did to you, bro. Do not mistreat a child over something else somebody did to you. Even if the bitch cheated on you, whatever, I just don't feel like children should be brought into adult conflicts. You get what I'm saying? But I did some more research. And girl, you have too many baby daddies. I'm sorry. I, I didn't listen. Like I said, the father was being a petty Betty and that's where he takes the L. But at the end of the day, when you just, and I can't, and I can't speak because I don't have this fucking problem. But at the same time, if you decide to have multiple children with multiple men, how those men decide to treat you after you fuck off on them, you, it's, it's, it's on you. And I don't mean on you like it's your fault, but like, I would never, honestly, me dating right now, I would never expect a nigga to come into my life and expect stepfather and this and that. Literally, my kid is almost a teenager and literally one person that I dated in the last of her age has met her. Nobody has met my kid. Not even my own friends have met my kid in person. I don't, I'm so like... So... When you bring these men into your home around your children and make them develop relationships with them and they're expecting a man to check for them that is not their dad and he decides he's not going to do it and you're guaning like they don't have another dad. That's weird to me. And this is why I'm saying, like I said, step parents are blessings for children sometimes. We unpacked this episodes ago. I can appreciate that. But my thing is, that's not, that's not their dad. And if he decides he's not gonna buy things for them, it doesn't matter if he was in the home. It doesn't matter, but, but this is what happens when you open that door. Because guess what, it can be closed. That's why I just don't believe people should be out here having kids all willy fucking nilly, I don't. I feel like somebody should have, I feel like, you know, like I said, shit happens. But I feel like, if you're, if you're gonna be like a petty Betty during the, I just don't feel like you should be introducing people to your kids. I don't. If there's an opportunity that somebody's gonna turn around and mistreat your fucking children because you're not fucking him anymore. First of all, I don't, I, would, I don't, anyway. I just, I, I don't, I don't approve any malicious in, intentionally like, you know, thought of behavior and I feel like he was being petty when he pulled that move he could have just said yo I'm coming to draw for my son and go do what you need to do 
you're gonna pull up to the yard with the food and the youths them are looking at you like oh does he hate us like come on like that's mean like i don't care like i don't care i don't care i don't care i don't care it is mean it is petty is wrong but at the same time you as a woman have to say okay where did i fuck up because why am i expecting this man to bring all four of my youth food and they have dads and apparently like i saw a video um the dad is basically saying, oh, like when your baby moms wanted to post you to be petty, but now you got full custody of your son because she can't afford to feed all her kids. I don't know how accurate this was, but do you see how this doesn't work when you try to make a spectacle out of bullshit? Keep the shit off social media. And that's the thing too, like there's no, there's no line drawn for this stuff. Like people will literally go, the way the internet works, people will go on and tell their family business. I've gotten in trouble for, with my family for telling my business, but fuck you. If you didn't do it, I wouldn't have something to talk about. You know, and in that moment, I feel like he was being a petty Betty and she gave it, a, and she gave it, a, but it backfired for everybody essentially. So it doesn't even fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? But that's, 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 that's just me. That's just me. But, um, I wanted to kind of get into, um, yeah, we're gonna unpack some relationships. I did send you a few clips. I just wanted to get into the first clip, um, get into the first clip that I sent you and then we'll unpack the topic. What does a submissive woman do for her man? Everything. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, like packing his bag, unpacking his bag, um, just making sure all the things that he wants and like I, I pretty much read his mind. So it's like if I know you and I study you, like I know how you are in the morning, I know how you are about midday, I know when you're in this mood, what you need. Like before you can ever ask me for something, I'm already on it. I mean, okay. he's spoiled. And you know when I talk- Okay, and this video got a lot of backlash. Shout out to Watch Jazzy. Um. She was on um, Shannon, I can't remember her last name, but she used to be from here actually, but she has a podcast about love, sex, and relationships. It's pretty dope. Um, but she had watched Jazzy on her show and um, she was basically expressing like, you know, her submission to her man, which was kind of fab to me because, you know, this submission topic comes up so much and it really makes me upset because I feel like it's from people who are dealing with a lot of like trauma and a lot of, you know, I understand a yamhead is a yamhead. Like, a dumb bitch is a dumb bitch, okay? Not all niggas deserve full-blown submission. We've addressed that already. But I'm, what I don't want you guys to do is sit down here and try and weaponize the gal because she's comfortable in doing for her man. Some of you are way too single to be mad at this. But please understand, though, there's levels to it. Bitch niggas don't get submission, bro. And we know this. If you're complaining about not having a submissive bitch, it's because you're a bitch nigga. I'm sorry. Bro, I'm sorry. And 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 you know what? If you're if you're a woman who's in a relationship fighting to submit, it's because you're fucking with a bitch nigga. Straight up. And 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 the reason why I can say this is because I know what it's like. Okay? You gotta understand. When you are in a relationship and you are secure and you are happy you are going to reciprocate that back. No questions asked. So, and people have different love languages, right? If her love language is acts of service, taking care of her partner, who are we to weaponize her for that? 
My problem with some of you bitches is that you bitches want to be pick me submissives. Oh, my man can cheat. I'm not going to care. Oh, I, I, oh, my man can do this and I'm not going to care. I'm still going to wash his jaws. You're a dumb bitch. Submission comes from, it's something that develops naturally. You cannot force it. And, and, and this is like I say, like it has to do with regular relationships and it falls back into the game too. I'm not gonna submit to a man who doesn't know how to control his money. I'm not gonna submit to a man who doesn't know how to control his drug use. I'm not going to submit to a man who beats me. I'm not going to submit to a man who belittles me. I'm not. I'm gonna go where I'm uplifted because I'm uplifting myself already. I'm gonna go where I'm uplifted. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep myself around people who see that, okay, she's. let me take care of you. You're already doing what you gotta do. Let me expand on that. Let me make it better for you. You know what I'm saying? I hate it when when women are happy in their relationships and they're do and they're just, you know, in their full femininity and bitches are like, I would never. Yeah, we know, bitch. That's why you don't have no one. Bed is very spacious, okay? You do not have anybody. Even when I, and I've, I've been in monogamous relationships enough to know where I stand with certain things. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of the times, niggas be thinking I'm so, they're like, oh, you too gangster, you know what I mean? You don't know me, bitch. And you're a bitch, nigga, so I, you would never know. You would never know. So yeah, respect this gangster, bitch. You get regent treatment, okay? But at the end of the day, we have to still acknowledge, like, submission is a natural emotion. Like, you guys can't be out here saying, oh, this is manipulative. Because it's so funny when bitches are, are standing behind broke niggas and bum niggas and niggas with 25 baby moms and all that shit. You guys are all like, yeah, yeah, as long as he's buying her stuff, you know? But when a woman is openly saying, I'm happy. I'm happy to pack my man's bag in the morning. I'm happy to make sure he has a meal when he comes home after working to pay all the bills. You bitches are like, oh, I would never. Yeah, we, would, we know you would never, bitch. That's why you're alone. And also, too, like I said, some men do not all deserve this treatment. Some, like, I get it. It goes, it goes both ways. Like, this, I hate when this topic comes up. And because submission and submissive is such a, uh, like, sticky word, people look at it as something negative. It's not negative under the right circumstances. I just think a lot of people think that when they see a woman being submissive to her man there's some type of abuse or manipulation going on and it's not it's not you guys can't even the fucked up thing is y'all are so caught up on the wrong stuff y'all don't even know a real abusive relationship when you fucking see it so my only fear sometimes with some women being submissive is that they make it like their whole personality like i see on tiktok like a lot of women like they literally just base every like everything they do for their man off of their content, how they promote themselves and stuff. It's a little creepy to me because I feel like you should still be your own person outside of your submission. I think you should still have your own life. I still think you should still have your own personality. I think people should still know that you're somebody outside of that situation. You know what I'm saying? Highlight your happiness, absolutely. But I still think you should um, keep your individuality, if that makes sense. So that is like my only, you know, that's my only thing about that. But otherwise, otherwise, I'm I'm cool with it. You know, shout out to all the real niggas got the most submissive bitch at home. Straight up. Shout out to the niggas that pay the bills down. Okay? Shout out to the real niggas because at the end of the day, the real niggas are not complaining about this. Like, what do you mean? Like, a, a, a man submitting to... 
Listen, I want me a house husband, okay? Let me tell you something about me. And that's why I'm trying to change my life because... <laughs> Cause listen to me. Naturally, I'm a submissive, so I don't I don't, I don't necessarily deal with men in that type of caliber. But those are still strong men. I don't think people understand that there's levels to it. If a man wants to do right by his gal, why is that such a fucking problem? Listen, let me tell you something. I've watched men, especially like for the last probably 15 years of my life, work their ass off, like have random jobs from paper routes to, you know, washing dishes to all of this stuff, working their life off, so working their ass off so they could build a life for themselves. And I remember the other day I was talking on Twitter with a couple of my niggas and they're like, yeah, I want to be a house husband. Straight. Like, I want to. Like, I can't wait to find my gal and, and stay home and take care of my family. Like, you know, like, and I don't and I don't wrong that. If you're a man who actually has work ethic and you work, if you decide, like, you know what? I'd like to be a stay-at-home dad. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if you're still in a position where you can provide. Because remember, just because you stay at home does not mean you don't do anything. I stay at home a lot. And I do everything. So you understand? So I feel like sometimes when people associate that, they associate it with like bitch niggerism. Like, oh, you need to go do something. Bitch, y'all need to stop worrying about other people's stuff. And that's just what it is. But at the same time, yeah, like if a man has worked all his life and he's built a family and he says, you know what, I want to stay home and take care of the kids and build up on my private business or my dream or something. And the woman is with that shit and they have that common understanding. That is fucking lit. You know what I mean? Like, and the one thing I like about square relationships is that there's so many different dynamics. Like, there could be a stay-at-home husband. There could be a stay-at-home wife. There could be the wife who, the wife who's the one who goes out to work. There's, but like, I'm not big on gender roles. I think that's what I need to say. I'm not big on gender roles. In certain situations, you gonna cut the grass. I'm not gonna do it. You know, it's little things that I, I, you know, I will, I will have my little like. I'm not gonna cut the grass. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not fixing the tool shed. I'm not even gonna go in there. That's his things. You understand what I'm saying? Because at the end of the, but this is what I'm saying, what real niggas under, real niggas know. This is not no letting Tyrone drive your car when you're at work, bitch. This is not no letting Tyrone smoke weed in your yard with his niggas when you're at work, bitch. I'm talking about niggas who make sure when you come home, there's food. When you come home, you're, even, if, if, even if you want to get fancy and run your bath water, it's shit like that. That is how you build those type of dynamics. I'm not a fr I don't believe in gender roles. There's certain things that I do believe in, but there's I, 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 I don't think a man can't wash a dish. I don't think a man can't, you know, wash clothes. I don't think a man can do it because these are all life skills you should be able to do on your own. So when you're in a situation where you're bringing that to somebody, you gotta be able to understand it's not about who's the man and who's the woman. We're in the situation and we're making it work for us. Too many people are out there trying to emulate what they see on the internet and not figuring out what works for them in real time. Nobody's doing that. Like, I know what works for me. That's why I'm not nobody, you know, because I'm totally lying. But just listen. <laughs> Listen, there's levels to this shit, okay? I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm Anyways, no, but for real, I just genuinely don't believe in gender roles. And I feel like, you know, if a man is, is handling his business, because honestly, you know how I feel about having a job. I can't do it. 
<laughs> hence why I do what I do. But at the same time, like I respect people for being in their situations and making it work for them. That's how people end up being together for 20 years, 30 years, you know? And I understand that relationships have bumpiness along the way. And also I realize that people have their limits, you know? What somebody might is willing to accept might not be what somebody else is. I think people should just be more firm on what they're not willing to deal with and not worry about what somebody else is not willing to deal with, right? Um, okay, so there were, okay, so I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck. Okay. I'm going to break this section of the podcast down into a few stories because I really don't like how women treat other women when it comes to men. And in my absence, I've seen several things take place, even things that have involved my like close friends. It's concerning to me what women will do behind a man to another woman. And it bothers me because people will sit down here and say unity and all this and we need to be for girls and the things these bitches do behind niggas is crazy. I was on TikTok the other day um, and this like this beautiful girl, she's like, she's telling a story time and she's saying, yo, I went into a store with my man and we're trying on clothes, we're key keying in the store they see some girl just walking past them, like walking back and forth. Mind you, this is a hot couple, okay? She's, this one girl is walking back and forth past the man, past the girl, past the man. Like she said she did this for a good while, she did it. Can you open that window for me? But yeah, she said, um, what did she say? She went to the girl and said, oh, I want you to know that you have a good man. She's like, why she's like what do you mean is it open okay she's like what do you mean <laughs> but yeah so the girl the girl's like oh you have a good man she's like what do you mean she's like i've walked past here 20 times and he has not looked at me once excuse me bitch and this is a and 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 this it triggered me to remember another story one of my closest friends was um, dating somebody. It wasn't a serious, serious relationship, but she was dating somebody. And my friend is not really like a poppy show type of girl. She doesn't really post her man. She's very quiet. But I guess one day she went out with him and she like put up a snap of like his arm around her. And he had a really nice watch on like a really like, it was giving like APTs, you know? And can you believe that one of her other friends, mind you, this is this is this this guy. None of none of the friends that she had, none of the friends that she had at the time had this man on social media. Not me, and I'm like the best, like not, like not even the best friends, you know. Can you believe this bitch went behind my friend's back, found the man's Instagram, followed him, and started liking her pictures like she was waiting for a response. The man went to my friend and told her, I really don't like how some females, some females are all oh, women empowerment and don't fuck other bitches man until it's a man she wants. You understand? Where there's women out here that are very beautiful and when they don't get the nigga that they want or when they feel like they can't take somebody's nigga away, they get mad, bitch. Like, oh, I'm not having my way. Bitch. And the thing is, 
me, I'm a, I'm a different type of bitch because I want to slap the whole silly just because. I don't fight over man, but that's, you're disrespecting me. And this is what I'm talking about. Women feeling like, you know, being pretty is the end all be all for you. It's not. Because at the same time, men are looking, men are looking at, men are looking at you like you're going behind your friend's back. You're a waste bitch. And then on top, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes women, I understand, I know what it's like, where it's like, oh yeah, you're hot, whatever. Okay, it's cool to be hot, you know? But whatever. You know, I don't want no bitch's man. I've never looked at another bitch's man and said, yeah, that's a black king right there. Let me go, let me go swoop that, scoop that. Especially since I'm a prostitute. I don't want nobody's man for free. No. People's husbands have to pay, okay? And I, and this is, but this is my personal moral. If I wasn't in this business, I would never ever deal with nobody's husband at all. In my personal life, I'd be, <laughs> there's been a little bit of, uh, okay, please don't arrest me for this, but there was a little extortion involved because niggas thought they was trying to play me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not no side bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that. If you come to me and you have a partner, I'm gonna be like, okay, so what are we doing? Remember the Grove Sisters and you know the Proud Family? My hand will be out. We, we don't play that. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in respecting people's unions, bro. I don't care how fucked up they are. I'm not, no. Especially when actual emotions are involved. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why it's fab to be a side bitch. I don't. And that gets into this. So I think that lip service podcast that Angela Yee does, um, I, don't, I don't even think that was the clip that I sent you. Um, but basically, there was a clip that I saw on OnSite where it said, and this is the shit that be pissing me off. Because this is be pissing me off because I get so much backlash for my job. You know? Ew, why? Yuck, you're trash. <laughs> Whatever. I uh, fuck them we ball, bitch. But on the on the on the lip service episode, they were basically saying the question was, would you be a kept woman to a married man in an open relationship? And I had to turn my phone upside down because I'm like, what are you asking? That's prostitution. And what I'm getting really fucking annoyed about is everybody trying to find another word for prostitution. Because when they say kept, they mean he's paying your bills. He's giving you money. He's, you know what I mean? They, when, I, when being a kept woman means somebody's paying for you, right? Regardless of him being in an open relationship, obviously you're not violating their union, but you are a prostitute essentially. And I'm really getting annoyed with the fact that bitches are trying to find, they're trying to replace the word prostitution with any other word they can fit it in. You're a hoe. Welcome to the club, okay? At the end of the day, and I keep telling people like, you gotta stop trying to like find your way out of this. You know, I'm going on the internet, I'm seeing like square bitches like go on the internet and say, oh, this is how you can get a rich man to buy you stuff. This is how you can get a rich man. This is how you can get a rich man. And they're telling like young 18 year old girls how to do this. Bitch, you are a prostitute. 
you are a prostitute. I'm sorry. Some of you guys need to, and listen, a man providing and giving you money does not make you pro a prostitute. But when you solely base that, that situation off of what's being done for you, if the nigga wasn't giving you any money, you wouldn't deal with him. You're hoeing. Because at the end of the day, like, and on top of that, you're basically trying to justify being a paid side bitch. That's prostitution. Live it, learn it, own it. Like, I, I keep saying, oh, what would you do if a man was paying for this? What would you do if a man was paying for that? If you want to be a hoe, just say that. Because essentially, every time you, you, you come around and you try to promote this type of narrative, that's exactly what people are going to retract it back to. People base materialism, prostitution, all types of stuff off of relationships now. And I said this last year before I even started the podcast, every human interaction is like a, a transaction now. People don't even like people because they like them anymore. And, I, and, and I'm like, okay, you know, if you're having trouble in the dating world, maybe you, you should work on yourself and figure out why you're not attracting what you want. And, may, and maybe some of y'all do need to start homing because you bitches is broke. Because every time y'all get with a nigga, the first thing you're worried about is his pockets. And the man them said you're panhandling. I'm sorry, the man them said the girl them are panhandling and I don't like that for you guys. You know? I have niggas, I, it's crazy because I have niggas that would do anything for me and have never fucked me in their life. And I'm a prostitute, like, so come on! Let's make it make sense! How you, how you put yourself out there with people who you deal with in your real life will set the tone. If you're walking around trying to have your way, trying to sneak into man booth at every dance, drinking for man buckle, you don't, man don't see you on your, you know, on your shit. You just get in, you just have, like, no. And that's why, like, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. I feel like, you know, if you're not making enough money, stop blaming the niggas that you fuck, who you spread yourself to for what they didn't do because we could have set that boundary from the gate. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not very open to dating, you know, but I've gone on some and People just know I'm, I'm not playing that shit. So I don't have anything to complain about. You feel what I'm saying? I, the only thing I could honestly say is the only issue I'm having with now is that everybody wants to manage me. Everybody wants to basically fake pimp Tasha Mac 10 right now. Ever since Pride, everybody wants to, oh, I could be a manager, I could be a manager, I could be a manager, I could be a manager. No! No! The answer is no. Until... You can figure out how I'm going to get out of my current situation without using prostitution. You cannot manage anything, okay? This me, homie. You know. But yeah, I don't like that. I don't. I. Just, I, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like everybody like. Oh, I need niggas with money. Then stop fucking broke niggas. Stop giving niggas coochie before you know what they're really on. And I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming anybody because niggas are very manipulative. But I don't know, man. Some of you are 35 and, and still dealing with this. And I just, I, I don't understand. So moving along. <laughs> like I said, the, so, okay. So my friend actually gave me permission to tell this story. 
once again, this is women doing malicious things behind men to other women. So this is my old hairstylist. Um, before I, I, I met her and Red around the same time, but she was doing my hair first and then Red took over in like late 2019, right? So my homie now, she was, I guess she was friends with a guy. Maybe it was one of those weird situationships. I don't know, but they were, but she was like, that's my friend, you know, like that's my homie, whatever. She was cool with another female, right? Her and the guy are cool, like there's no problems. And then one day she's like posting these little things on Snap and I'm like, what happened? And then she came to me and she told me that like, you know, she found out that the guy was saying like very nasty things about her to this other female and the girl sent her the screenshots. It was a whole thing, you know, she had to cut him off. And it was something that really hurt her. Like I felt bad because like, when you trust a man to be your virgin and they go and tear you down to another woman like that, cause she showed me the screenshots, it was bad. And when you trust somebody and they do that to you, it's, it's very traumatic. Especially when it's a man and woman friendship. Because why are you giving it up like that? Anyways, so the person who put, gave her this information, she cuts the guy off, whatever. No, the person, she, my friend now, she cuts the guy off. Her and this other girl are still supposed to be friends. Y'all, why did the girl start dating the nigga? I'm gonna need a sound effect because the bitch, the girl started dating the nigga. The girl started dating the nigga. After you come to me, after you come to me as my friend, show me screenshots of a man disrespecting me and you go and start fucking him after? What? And then now, it gets better. Okay? Waste bitch. But it gets better. Because this situation, like the situation I'm pretty sure happened like last year. So now I go on TikTok. And this hoe, and I'm a, this hoe with three kids and nothing better to do is on TikToks, making TikToks about my friend, about, oh, you can't get your man back and da 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 da. Bitch, are you a fucking bum? Let me tell you something about me. If I ever, if I ever go to a girl and bring her information about a man, it's for her protection, you know. I would never, I would never in my life go tell a bitch something about a man and go fuck him after. And I'm supposed to be your friend. But yet you're on TikToks. You have the man, right? You have the man now, so you're good. Why are you making TikToks about my friend? And that's his ex or whatever. Why are you, and it's not one TikTok. It's like 10. So while you should be feeding your three kids who probably can't read properly. My thing is this, as a woman raising other women, this is my issue. And this is where I have to say, this goes back to the whole kid situation. I had adults be malicious to me when I was a kid because they didn't like my mother. And my mom did nothing to them. So growing up, I never wanted to become that type of person. And that was just based off of me being a child and seeing how people treat me when they're jealous of someone. You get what I'm saying? I would never pass that shit down onto my child. You are on the internet berating a female who's not doing, not even responding, fam. 
all about come get your man back. You're not getting your man back, bitch. Da, 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 all this waste shit. Like you didn't have to tell, like you didn't have to tear that whole shit down. If she didn't know that the nigga was talking about her, she would have probably still had that nigga. And that wasn't even her nigga like that. This is what I'm talking about. And you have three children. What are you teaching them? Because you cannot tell me. You cannot tell me that these, and, and, and I know you don't be taking little, little, little Khadijah uh, uh, tablet away. And TikTok is a kid's app. And the For You page is an infama. So imagine your kid goes on the internet and sees you berating another woman about some dick. You're a fucking loser. And this is what I'm talking about. You, got, you guys gotta stop trying to do shit to bitches over these niggas. And always, ladies, as much as you know, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm for the women. But when a bitch brings you some information about a nigga, double check that motherfucker. You know, I guess in this, I guess in this situation, there were screenshots, so she was able to let it go. You know what I'm saying? And let the nigga go. But listen, not everybody that's looking out is looking out. They're looking out, so you go without. Okay. Don't listen to every fucking first rumor you hear about a nigga because you don't know what, where that bitch, where, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I'ma tell y'all right now, the shit that I saw, I could not believe that a mother of three, and yes, bitch, I'm talking about you, ho. I don't give a fuck. You need to do better. You're too old for that. Imagine, imagine raising three kids and fighting over man on the internet. All the videos are saved on my phone. Respect yourself. You don't respect yourself. As a parent, respect yourself. As a woman, respect yourself. That's why I say when all these bitches is going behind, trying to do all this stuff to other women, I'm like, you're deaf. You know, like, um, from the word of spice, hello, tight pussy girl na fight over man. Hello? Hello? Like, we're not doing that, no. A bitch couldn't raise her hand over a nigga to me. I'd kill the bitch. I don't give a fuck, okay? Because I ain't never been no nigga side hoe since like 2011, okay? But, but, <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. You know what I'm saying? You know, like at the end of the day, like there's too many of you going fighting over like the fighting over Monting, it's not fab. It's not fab. And the fact that you guys do malicious things to women in order to get a man is very weird to me. I'm pray for y'all. But somebody gonna beat your ass one day. So we gonna, we not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Twitter clip that I sent you. I want you to play that Twitter clip and then we're gonna unpack it, okay? To me? No, he does what the f I want him to do. He's not toxic to me. Is he toxic to his wife and his kid? Absolutely, because he's not- Why are you dealing with a like that, son? What can we do with wife? Shay, it's a what the f you talking about? How is that not that's your not business? business. Shay, 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 Shay. That's not my business. Bro, that sounds like, no, you're not taking accountability. That's not so, my business. Uh, so, 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 If he was to cheat on his wife, why is that my business? So, what you yeah. cheated on me and bitches so, didn't feel like that was their business. Man. Why do I care if this man want to cheat on his wife? Man. Why, so, Eli? So, why, Eli? So, what you be Hold on. Why, Eli? Why should I care if this man want to cheat on his wife? <sighs> yep. Did you hear the anger? Did you hear, did you hear like, I, <sighs> y'all know what I'm gonna say and when I say it, y'all gonna get mad, okay? When, 
just like what I just said, when a woman wants a man, she does not care what he does outside of her, what he, and this is why I said to myself, as a sex worker, I can't go and fuck somebody's husband for free. I can't have a, sh I can't, I can't date a man willingly, you know, for free and know that he's at home beating his wife. What? There, with my job, there's a lot of things that I, that we separate. You know what I mean? Half of the time, these guys are giving me fake names. You know what I'm saying? You know, when I was working full, full time, like th there was, obviously you build regulars over the years, you know what I'm saying? But this is a transactional relationship and we know that. She's a side bitch to somebody's husband and knows that he mistreats his wife and child and she's still willing to stand behind him during that. That is fucking disgusting. And this is where you have to see, bro, this is where you can tell what a broken woman is. It's one thing to be a side bitch, but for you to have full-blown knowledge that you're, the person you're dealing with abuses their wife or child or whatever, and you stand behind that man, you're disgusting. You're a disgusting type of human. You're a different disgusting type of human being. And the karmic, the karmic energy that develops from you willingly, there's one thing for you not to know and to find out later and leave. It's one thing for you to know and actively stand behind it. The way she was screaming at the man. If y'all saw this clip, whoever's listening right now, I'm pretty sure most of y'all saw this clip. Did you see the way she was ready to jump over the table at the nigga? I couldn't believe it. And this is what I'm talking about, broken women getting into situations. That's why you're a man's side bitch and you're not even a good side. The man way a side bitch too, I'm not even good. So it's like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like, for example, when bitches would say, oh, my man pimps other girls, but he doesn't pimp me. Your man's out here beating and raping y'all and you're just kikiing? That's ridiculous. If you're dealing with a man who has multiple kids and he treats ki he, he treats one kid different than the other, you should be fucking concerned. I don't understand how people have this thing where it's like, oh, as long as it's not me, it's okay. It's not okay. It like I don't I don't I don't know I don't I don't and I know this has been happened probably since the beginning of time, but like I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna date a nigga who has youths and see that he mistreats one, especially if they have like different, because I've, ex I've accepted in my life, I'm not afraid of dating a man who has multiple kids. They just have to be over the age of five. That's like, that's my personal thing. Cause my kid's almost a preteen, you know? And you're not gonna come around me with a newborn baby fam. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, no, one time, one time, I swear this was like 2016, no. 2018, because I don't know what type of year I was having, but the worst men wanted to be with me. The worst. The worst. <laughs> like justice for Tasha Mac 10, bro. I was fighting for my life, bro. Like, yo, a man came to me on Snap, mind you, his baby moms follows me on Twitter, and I follow her on Twitter, like she's hot, like, and in face and Instagram, so she's hot, she's, she's cool, you know? Show love, show love, whatever. Her, 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 the man is on my snap or whatever. I know that your baby mother was pregnant and just had a, a kid for you. Why are you asking me out? The man's like, oh, can we? I'm like, didn't you just have a baby? Bro, every time man wanna come with their newborn baby, move from here, bro. Fire, <laughs> okay? I don't play that. 
but that's my thing but i've accepted the fact that men that some of the men or whoever that i might come across a man where i might fall in love with him and he might have two or three kids three kids you know my thing is if you're a good father and you have a good co-parenting relationship with the, ch the mothers of your children or whatever i'm cool on you bro i don't want to hear about you calling your baby mother no b words in front of me i don't want to hear about no toxic i will not fuck with you i'm not welcoming that energy into my life i'm not I'm not gonna welcome that energy into my life because I feel like for me as a woman, it doesn't sit well with me to know that you're in this toxic situation. And usually, sometimes, because I understand that some of the baby mothers are B words, okay? I, I don't even like saying it, but I get it. Some of you are B words, fam. Like, fuck. I feel sorry for some of these niggas. Because I'm like, some of them are actually really bad people. And I can't defend them. Like, you're a bitch. Like, you're really a bitch. And, 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 and then I have to look at the nigga like, you see, Abashan is free in this country because niggas be wildin'. Like, honestly, sometimes be a bit fedashway. Like, you guys bring these kids into these toxic ass situations. Then y'all wanna go have other families and other kids. Nobody gets along. My mom doesn't like your mom. Your mom's poor and my mom's not. Like, I don't want that in my life. So I just feel like there's nothing wrong with dating a nigga who has kids and stuff, but you need to pay attention to how niggas treat their kids and how they treat the women who have their kids. I'm not gonna see your baby mother out here busting her ass working hard and you're not even gonna buy pampas. I'm sorry, like, I don't know how y'all do that. I don't know how your coochie get wet for that. Cause I get, I get nauseous. Because I feel like the baby mother is gonna attack me because it's stupid to support somebody like that, you know? But women will, I, I don't know, I, I, really, I really need women to break this chain. Like, you're not gonna be the one that changes him. And I feel like sometimes women feel like they're gonna be the one to change that. But if you got into the relationship with the man in the beginning knowing that he was trashy, you know? I, I don't know. I just don't see it. But I wish all y'all the best. Cause that's crazy as hell. Um, that's crazy as hell. Um, mm. Because you need to heal from that. She hasn't. She hasn't healed from that. that. And that's what I'm talking about. You gotta heal yourself before you go out looking for people, fam. And I learned this the hard way. Cause I tried to date somebody one time a few years ago and it backfired. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Okay? Fucking bitch's girlfriend called me, bro. I was like, are you fucking dumb? Big Mac 10? Nah! Nah! Yo, I, yo, I, I was angry, bitch. Yo. <laughs> I'm even triggered right now. Like, and then, no, I was mad as hell. Because I'm like, yo, I'm not for this life. You know? You wanna go do some secretive shit? I got a fee for that. It's a priceless for that. You know? Married niggas. Married niggas wanna fuck with me. Nigga, I don't even care if you married the bitch for papers. You better get a divorce before you come over here. And if, you, and if you're not gonna get the divorce, I got a priceless. Even after I leave this profession, nobody's husband is gonna come say he can take set on me. And that's just on period. I don't, I'm, me, no. 
If you ever heard about me with somebody else, nigga, he paid me, bro. He paid. Disclaimer, because I know some of y'all hoes be talking about me. If you ever heard a nigga say any, he paid. And he knows he paid. I don't even know why he's bringing it up. But he paid. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um... Actually, yeah, it's actually, I'm actually happy to be here today because the, the world shut down yesterday. Yo, yo, shout out to Belle and um, shout out to my lucky mobile phone. You know, shout out to my bad credit for not letting me, you know, Rogers gave me the boot in 2013, said, yo, you can't come back here. I said, okay, fuck you. You get what I'm saying? Yo, yesterday, guys, I don't know if you're aware because I know I have some listeners in the States and the UK, shout out to them. You know, because we in about 20 countries right now. No, 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 you know, no shade. We about in 20 countries right now. No shade. Okay. The last episode went mud. You guys are, you guys are mix up, eh? You guys are mix up. Shout out to the Boyfriend Experience T.O., yo. They're deleted again. <laughs> they got deleted again, but shout out to them, yo. Because when I tell you the gal them tapped in, they tapped in. But I just, I don't like that. You know, like, I, I, for me... The way I see it is this. If you're going to personally take on certain things, I feel like you should be able to deal with the backlash. And I feel like a lot of people take on things and they're not able to deal with the backlash. For example, when I started this brand five years ago, I knew that I was going to get backlash because I wasn't in a position, because you know, a lot of the times with this lifestyle, people like to floss the beauty of it. We get a lot of money, we drive nice whips, we live in condos and shit, we flex. Yeah, but there's also a very dark side to this lifestyle. And I embraced it. And that came with a lot of fucking backlash, but I was being honest. Because I feel like in my industry, especially since it's become so popular, People only highlight the 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 good days of this. Oh, we're breaking five racks, or we're doing this, we're doing that. There's days where you make zero dollars, okay? There's days where I didn't leave my hotel room for a week. They would have to come and knock the door to see if I was dead because I was depressed and I would not leave my room. You know, like there's there's things that I feel like people are not very they're not very open and honest about it. You know what I'm saying? People, there's too much, you know, I just feel like there's too much fake shit going on. You know what I'm saying? In all types, in, in like, in all aspects, you know? And when I, and like, like I said, when I started this brand, my whole intent was to create a safe space for people like me, you know? It wasn't to glorify what I was doing, but it was also me coming to terms like, okay, we're gonna be doing this music thing, but you already started like the Mac Rans thing from the telly room. How are we gonna, in, like, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to put this all together so that I can still get recognition as an artist, but still keep my brand the way it is. Obviously it's gonna upgrade and update, but I have a target audience, you know? So I say that to say this, Stay true to yourself and never let anybody tell you that you cannot do anything. And I know it sounds very corny, but please just let me give you guys an understanding of this, okay? I have been living a weird life for about a decade now. No, I would say about almost 15 years now. I've been living a weird life. And 
there was a point in time in my life where people saw me, but they just didn't understand what I was going through. Like, there's a lot of fucked up shit that people just didn't get it. But they always saw me around. They always, you know what I mean? And when I decided to really take this music thing seriously in 2019, I just really wanted to be able to be myself and, and you know, help other people in my industry because nobody cares about us. You know what I'm saying? They look at us as the bottom of the barrel. Oh my God, you sell pussy, you're trash. Oh my God, you have OnlyFans, you're trash. Oh my God, you, you know, you're a porn star, you're trash. Trash, trash, trash. They don't, you know? And it's not exactly like that. Like, you know, I understand that there's people in this world who don't believe in marrying this that type of person and all of that, but we're still human beings, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, like, when people say certain things about, like, certain things happening to sex workers and how they deserve it and stuff like that, that's wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucked up. But at the same time, I knew I was on I was on to something. Because even women, I had a woman message me a couple months ago and tell me that her podcast is like her guilty pleasure and she's married with four kids. And she lives in like the forest in the UK somewhere. So I know I'm doing the right thing. Blockarama was very open eye-opening for me as an artist because a lot of the times people say like you have to be this way. I have I, I've had so many people tell me like, oh you can't be on you can't be yelling at people on the internet. You can't be cussing and you know like even Dre said he said my Instagram got deleted because I chat too much. But, <laughs> but <laughs> he's like because he's like he's like yo why did and I'm like and I'm like yo I'm like because they banned me they reported what I said. He's like oh so you chat too much. He's like that's what. But at the same time like I'm telling you guys like be true to yourself bro and also like carry some sort of morals with you. Because I feel like if I played the stereotypical female Toronto rapper, if I switched up my cadence, if I switched up my rap style, I just feel like I would have fell into a bed of people who I didn't want to fall into a bed of. I feel like everybody looks, and the fucked up thing is it's, it's, it's I love how it backfires on everybody because I'm actually, you guys accuse all these female rappers of being sex workers and all of that stuff because of the content that they rap. I'm actually doing this shit. <laughs> and I don't rap about it. I'm very selective with it because as an artist, I'm an artist first at the end of the day, you know, regardless of the job, you know, I'm an artist first, and the way the way my rap style is, it never started off of, I was rapping before this whole shit was a thing. This pussy rap, selling pussy rap, the whole before, you know, the, the, like before girls wanted, before everybody wanted to be Nicki Minaj, like I was doing things before that, and I never rapped like that, so I never tried to fall into that. But I just, I realized, yeah, like I'm like I'm doing the right thing, and I feel like I feel like I should say this. If you feel like right now you're not getting the recognition or the flowers that you deserve, Keep working. Keep working. You guys gotta understand, I performed in front of 4,000 people the other day, and that whole front row knew my music. I couldn't believe it, like singing it word for word. You know, homophobic people coming to Pride to watch me perform. And mind you, I had more supporters at Blockarama than I have on social media combined. So I need you guys to understand, like, this poppy show shit, like, you don't have to fall into that, you know? Stay true to yourself and stay consistent. And make sure, you know, make sure you know who's really rocking with you from who's not. Because it took me removing one person from my life. 
and blessings just flowed in. One person. And it's fuck you, bitch, because I know you're listening to this right now with your big face. Fuck you, bitch. We're balling. And you're mad. You're living for it, bitch. You're living for it. You see all that nasty shit you said to me? I know you eating it up. I know you eating it up. And you know what? Shout out to We Love Hip Hop and Six Views for T.O. for giving me my flowers on my Pride performance. Shout out to y'all. Because real niggas know. Real niggas know. And you guys understand, I never do this for the recognition, okay? But please understand. It's Mac for motherfucking press, okay? And <laughs> I just wanted to close out with this before we got into, um, before we closed out the episode and got into the black owned businesses of the day. Did you guys hear about that incident? Okay, I'm really tired of black people supporting people when they're wrong. Okay, um, this is what I'm gonna close out with. Stop supporting black people when they're wrong. And this, and you guys can touch, I'm talking about from supporting the rapists, uh, the, the pedophiles to, you know, uh, like, stop. The other day, there was an incident that happened where a man got killed in a bodega in New York City. Now, the whole thing is on Twitter, the whole video is on Twitter. Apparently, his girlfriend, who was white by the way, and I'm gonna highlight why this is stupid. Um, the girlfriend goes into the store to buy something. Her EBT card declines, not even her debit card, bitch. Your welfare card. So you're already above, but I'm not even gonna get into that. Um, she goes in, the card declines, so the man's not willing to like let her slide on the dollar or whatever, that she's short of whatever. So she goes out and gets her man, who's dripped out in a mirror, by the way. Can you believe the man stormed in the store and started beating on the fucking shop owner? Like beating his ass. And I mean like walked behind the counter and started beating his ass. Instead of coming in and paying for what his girlfriend couldn't pay for. So now the bodega owner defends himself and ends up killing this nigga. Do you know they locked this man up for murder for $250,000 bail? Are you kidding me? And this is what I talk about them making an example out of minorities because I'm pretty sure he was Spanish or something like that and he's killing a nigga so it's like, oh, whatever. But like, come on. Let's unpack, okay? Let's unpack. Because there was a whole, when I tell you the Twitter arguments that I went through where people are like, oh, y'all are w way too happy to see a black man get killed by a black, you know, the whole BLM, BLM people them. I'm like, listen to me. If you come into my job and I beat you, and you beat my ass, I'm going to kill you. Black, white, purple, blue, orange, green. But you decided, mind you, you're on parole. The man has bare priors. The man's one hardened criminal, you know. You, why are you, you're on parole. When he died, he was on parole for beating people's ass and robbing people. You're on parole. You went into the store and beat the owner's ass and he tabbed you up, he poked you up, and now you're a pack. Wow. We're not, I'm not defending that. Because you're dripped in designer but your girlfriend, you couldn't even just give the man the extra dollar? Why are you beating his ass? And you thought he ain't keep that thing on him. Now look at you. You gotta get buried in that Amiri. Niggas do better. 
all that robbing and killing and all that robbing and beating people up, you should have been able to come up on a lick before you had to go and beat a, 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 an old man in his establishment because your bitch didn't have any money on her shit. And then the fact that she's white and then you're going to go and do all of this, she's not, she going she to be bringing another nigga to your funeral, bitch. She already started fucking a nigga right now. She fucking another nigga right now. Prioritize. Prioritize. I'm so sick of, of black people coming to the defense of black people when they're fucking wrong. We need to hold each other accountable. That's what creates safe spaces for us when we can hold each other accountable. It's disgusting where when white people can look at this and be like, yeah, kill that nigger. You know? And they might not even like Jose either because he's Spanish. But they're going to be like, kill that nigger because this is a situation that called for it. You cannot, mind you, you know how many open carry states there are, fam? You'll walk into a store and man will shoot you, fam. Or put your hands up, your head blown, head back blown off. So, so now they basically like started a petition. He's free now because he was able to afford his bail. He's going to beat these charges. Free Jose, no shade. And rest in piss to your bitch ass because I don't know who told you to go into the people them establishment and beat up no old man over a dollar. In an Amiri shirt. Hashtag Amiri. You're a fucking bum. Moving along. Moving along. Um, yeah. Um, the spring renewal two drops next week. So y'all are gonna y'all are gonna oh, <laughs> Yay! The Spring Renewal 2 drops next week. Um, I'm really, really, really fucking excited about this tape. Pride went so well, I slapped an extra two tracks on the tape, so there will be 16 songs. Oh, no, no, ready yet. Okay, the Spring Renewal 2 is, is dropping on the 14th, um, if I have my way. But, um, yes, the Spring Renewal 2 is coming. Um, I, I'm dropping a video actually tomorrow because today is Saturday I'm dropping the I'm selfish freestyle um, video tomorrow at 3 p.m. Um, so I've already so I've already um, we're we're on today is what day is it it's the 9th of July it's Saturday the 9th of July okay the spring renewal drops on the 14th this episode is gonna drop on the 13th but the video that I'm dropping for Selfish, um, it's actually gonna be out by the time you guys hear this. So we, we're working, we're working. Shout out to everything else for the edit. Um, shout out to my team. You know what, I need to just, I just need to shout out to my team. Shout out to DJ Las Vegas. Shout out to everybody who look out for it. Shout out to everything else. Shout out to Q Sci-Fi. Shout out to everybody who rocking with a nigga the long way. Shout out to Red. Shout out to Bad Beats by Veli. Shout out to everybody who, shout out to Buy Your Shit Store. Shout out to my stylist. Shout out to everybody who's been working around to make this shit happen. We are, we're, it's, it's been a lot, but we're gonna keep climbing and we're gonna keep going and I'm very happy about this second tape. So you already know it's Mac for motherfucking press. The champagne motherfucking campaign. Black owned businesses of the day. I wanted to highlight some black chefs in the city that I've been rocking with. Um, I know last week I um, shouted out Reggae Cafe. Shout out to my boy um, on Eglinton West there. You guys blew up the spot. Y'all blew up the TikTok. He hit me up and said, y'all came there because I, I told y'all to. I love that I got some free liquor out of that. So, you know, thanks. Um, shout out to Reggae Cafe. 
seafood all the fucking time. That is my place. But yes, I told you guys that he has three chefs rotating in there weekly. I wanted to shout them out. Um, it's Queen Bee Kitchen. 19flavors.xix and shout out to Chef Uncle Peppa. Those are the three chefs that are in there. Queen Bee Kitchen and 19flavors are on Instagram, so you can tap in with them. Um, if you're trying to get Uncle Peppa's food, you got to pull up. He an exclusive type nigga. <laughs> um, I want to shout out to the right chef. Um, she's also another black owned business. Um, she actually, and there's actually a cocktail bar company that she um, partners with on a regular basis. They're black owned as well. It's actually LBT, LBGTQ friendly. I need you guys to tap in with them. Um, they do mobile bar cocktail services. I did a um, shout out to Holly Spotlight. I did a video shoot for him earlier this year and I met with them. They booked me for a party the same day actually. Very great food, very great drinks. Please tap in with them. I wanted to shout out to Lloyd's Kitchen. Shout out to my dog. If you, I know y'all know Lloyd's Kitchen. He'd be out here cooking it down. Tap in with him on Instagram for all your catering needs. Last but not least, my boy Loso's Kitchen. Make sure you guys tap in with all five of these. I will have them in the description box. Um, tap in with them. Black support and black. You know the vibes. Okay. Now, I'm going to go about my business, you know what I'm saying, because I got stuff to do. But, yes, this concludes episode 16 of Dating Tips from a Hooker. I am your girl, Tasha Mac 10. Big Mac 10, no motherfucking safety. Shout out to the baddest engineer in the business, Mr. DJ Las Vegas. And the song of the day off the Spring Renewal 2 mixtape is I'm Selfish. The video drops. Go watch the video, and I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye-bye. Takes two to tango, don't worry about that man, yo. See me in that Essex, you be sliding in that Lambo. Got teed up on a Tuesday with my gang, yo. Shout out to Double M and her squad that sell gang, oh. Big Mac 10 sauce mother is my name, yo. Killing this shit, bear victims, it's no case, though. Couldn't remake me, there is no replacements. They came with bear gimmicks, real bitches kept it shaking. Can't fake this, they wanna put my story up in movies. It's gonna take a big bag to move me. Been saying that a bitch is unruly. Won't tell you why I'm like that. These sissy bitches go for anything, yeah, bitch, we fight back. Nice ass, got a sick pod, plus I nice tracks. Attitude crazy, but they fuck with me just like that. Turn up on these pussies, call it animal style. No in and out, no back and forth, whether we up or we down. Can't choke the crown. Shaking tables, we getting busy now. Bitches hating from outside the club, cause they can't come around. Got two reds, they my vatos. Haters got sick when they heard I broke blocko. Can I guess me up? Always knew that I was that bitch. Been said it's Big Mac sauce, it's no sandwich. You can keep your bitty bobs, bitch, I made class. Is she hating on me? Cause her ex loved me with a passion, ain't no switching. If they switch on me, I get to missing. Depend on how I feel, I might take some shit when I'm leaving I'm kidding, or maybe I'm not That's up to you, nigga Don't give a fuck who's you or your crew We break the rules, nigga Ain't taking no chat from no 2012 reject Not playing about my respect Come the record, you get checked He wanna be my thing, I'll beat him up Can't get this good ass Crazy ass bitch, but they love the pizzazz I'm not these bitches Swear to fucking God, I'm not these bitches Kick a nigga out of his place soon as I get him Not frightened for no nigga, never tripping off no bitch Try playing with the sauce, you see how fun this shit get I like my cash and big bills, big board and shit I can't slip off my throne, just getting lit They wanting me to get vexed, test my limits A bitch know how to swim, so I can jump that shit Lady Mackie coming through and mashing up they massy Trip over they own for trying to run a race past me Having my way cause I paid for it They could never keep it this real cause they ain't made for it uh. Big Mac 10, no motherfucking safety, bitch And I'm done